Welcome, everyone, to a bonus ep of uh, Chicks with Dice. I didn't know we were even starting to record. You caught, well, me, you caught me by surprise, Kat. So, Erica, why are we here today? We're here for a bonus Patreon episode of Chicks with Dice. Um, so you may have noticed some missing voices, depending on which chicks with dice regardless okay i guess there's only one that you and i are on together emma and aaron are not here it's just us we're hanging out we're playing a two-player game so after i got to play your game for that uh sort of bonus episode for everyone um we'll call it a patreon unlock a patreon (laughs) unlock that was never locked but shh don't tell anyone. Um, I we had sort of been bouncing this idea around, but I want to start recording one shots and uh, sending them out to you, our lovely, lovely Patreon supporters, as a thank you um, for being a supporter and to like showcase some weird or experimental or not even like just some different games from the uh, normal sort of good old crunchy Genesis system that we're um, we're playing during the main campaign of Chicks with Dice. Which, and, oh. yeah, so yeah, try to exhibit some indie games because you know yeah. that's the industry that we create in. Uh, for sure, and this is not me dissing on Star Wars. It's a system we love and adore, um, but there's just thousands and thousands of cool rpgs out there so i figured that um since kat and i are the jocks of the podcast um ostensibly i you know i i have decided um i am wearing a sports bra and a racerback tank top so i guess that counts as me uh, being in jock attire I bought a Peloton. So that's <laughs> I also bought an exercise bike, but yeah. I saved like fifteen hundred dollars well, over a Peloton. Well, okay. This part's getting edited out. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, we decided as a way to unite our love of sports and our love of tabletop RPGs to play <laughs> a wonderful game by Ben Auden Roswell called Sports Are Just Numerology. Uh, which is beautiful as a concept. I think especially coming off of um, the first three seasons of uh, Blazeball, Blazeball, Blazeball. I call it Blazeball. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't know what Blazeball is, it's sadly it's on hiatus right now because it blew up way too much. Um, yeah, it got way bigger than they were expecting it to get. <laughs> But it's a weird fake version of baseball that's just statistics. Like there's nothing to watch except numbers. Um, and you can root that for... That said, <laughs> yes. it's not just statistics because sometimes rogue umpires will incinerate star players. Yeah. And sometimes demons will emerge from, you know, a hell mouth where one of our teams is from. Um, 
so anyhow, not we we are not related to baseball in any way, but it just sort of um, is funny how sports can just be kind of boiled down to a collection of numbers. I thought it might just be easy for us before we get started playing the game to read the rules because it's yeah, one it's page. It's like one page. Yeah. So um, um, sports are just numerology is a really simple game. Uh, you play two sports players whose careers and lives are irrevocably linked. Your stories and memories are the numbers that permeate sports luminous with meaning. Uh, name yourselves and then decide the place at which you end your entwined careers. Do you retire as bitter rivals? Has the protege replaced the mentor? Have you become lovers? You will tell the story of how you got there. So, like, if you are familiar with SB Nation's content, you could have this be an entire episode of your own made up beef history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the possibilities are really limitless and it doesn't have to be modern day. Like you could be. It doesn't have to be humans. <laughs> it doesn't have to be humans. Uh, so basically you tell a story of how you get to that place at which you end your career. To do so, you need a piece of paper, something to write with, and a random number generator. You'll take turns. On your turn, you ask your partner to give you a number of digits between one and six, then randomly generate a number with that many digits and write it down. Say what this number represents and why it's significant. It could be a player's stat, a date, a jersey number, a score, anything. Add decimal points, zeros, flashes, or anything else as needed as long as you don't change the original core digits. If you do not know a stat that matches perfectly, make one up. Most stats are made up anyway. You generate a random number and some examples might be, oh, this is the date you were traded to my team. This is the jersey number I wore the year you taught me how to throw. This was my point total the season we won the cup together. After you've written down your stat, you then ask your partner how and why they remember it. Um, some example answers talking about those numbers. I always remember this stat because you used to brag to me about it. I remember it because it's one digit off of our anniversary. I remember your batting average that season because it was just slightly above mine that year and I hated you for it. Play until you have each defined six numbers. Now your stat sheet is complete. Label it and sign it as if it were memorabilia. And that's the whole game. Uh, so we're going to go back and forth, generating numbers, assigning them significance, and then telling each other why we remember those numbers. Uh, the first thing we need to define is our sport. Then we need to define our sport boy or uh, girl or non-binary. So I don't think we're even stuck playing one sport. We're just sports players. OK, is this some Michael Jordan nonsense? Because sure. I don't want to be bad at baseball after being very good at <laughs> basketball. I mean, that's a story to tell. That's true. <laughs> um, what about if our sport was Survivor and we were former football players? <laughs> I'm not sure Survivor counts as a sport, honey. Does it not? Okay, let's let's talk about this as a concept. How do we differentiate from games and sports? 
uh, sports are just numerology. <laughs> right, but aren't games also? Um, like. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Because Survivor could be considered a competitive sport. It's so we are two former athletes who ended up on Survivor together. Okay, I like this. Uh, okay, um, we need to name ourselves. That's the first step here. Um, my sport boy is named Roosevelt Zensen. <laughs> but uh, his nickname in sports ended up being Zen. Because, well, we'll see. Also, Roosevelt is a silly first name. Okay, and my sports boy is a girl and her name is Aspen Fentry Brockhouse. She's Canadian, which is why she has the hyphenated name. That's very good. So um, what ending do we want to have? Where do we end up at the end of our careers on Survivor? Well, I don't think we're allowed to tell a heterosexual love story on Chicks with Dice. Um, Probably not. What if we end with a cliffhanger? We're in the oh. final three. In, OK, interesting. <laughs> Declaring it a cliffhanger at the beginning of the podcast. That, I mean, you have to come up with the ending at the beginning of the game. It's true. Yeah. OK. OK, so we, our, our we ending just, is we've made it to the final three of Survivor. I love how had we recorded this two weeks ago, <laughs> this would, wouldn't have happened because no. I hadn't I hadn't gotten re obsessed with Survivor, hyper fixated back on Survivor. Um, but that's after okay. like at least at least ten years off. Like I can't remember the last time I regularly watched Survivor. Had to have um, been in like the twenties of seasons, definitely. Definitely before Russell was on the show and made it an entirely different show. Yeah, none of this is making the podcast. Um, I know. I, we're allowed to have dumb things that we say that don't make the podcast. Wrong. Um, so we have named ourselves and we've decided the place at which we end our entwined careers. Mm -hmm. um, so now it's time to start taking turns. Would, would you like to generate your statistic first? Sure. Give me a give me a four digit number. OK. OK, so your number is going to be two zero four seven. Ooh. OK. Um, that's twenty forty seven, uh, which is the year we graduated from the same high school together. Why do you remember that? Um. I remember that because, okay, sorry, I, this is good. Um, I'm just trying to think if if we graduated from high school in 2047, would Jeff still be hosting the show at that point? Of course he is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so the reason 2047 is memorable to me is that yeah, 2047 being the year we graduated high school. The reason I remember that is because we were in a 
bitter battle that year for GPAs to see who would get held back. <laughs> of course we were. Uh, the idea that I had was not that <laughs> I originally was like for valedictorian. No, let's go with himbos. <laughs> so, uh, okay. <laughs> which, now, which one of us did get held back? I think because you had. Oh, so what sport did Roosevelt Zenson play before Survivor? Oh, gosh. Um, it feels like a football name to me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so you had you had committed to a um, I don't know. Let's what what good college football team do you want to have committed to? I mean, let's just go with the Cavaliers. Let's go UVA Wahoo. Wait, we're Canadian now. <laughs> You're Canadian. I mean, we went I, to the no, same high school. We went to the same high school. I might be I might be Canadian, but it doesn't mean oh, the high school okay. is in Canada. Okay, then yes, I have committed myself to the University of Virginia. Okay, so you were committed to UVA at the time, and because you were a star football player in, at this high school, you kind of got a little bit of preferential treatment on the grades because UVA put a little bit of pressure on the high school. Whereas since I played, you know, let, let's pick a sport. I Women's ice hockey. Perfect. I definitely did not have the priority from scholarship money. So I ended up getting held back and graduated in the class of 2048 instead. Glad to know we still have ice in the year 2047. It's it. I mean, it's all artificial ice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's only 27 years from now. Yeah. Not as futuristic as I was like picturing in my head. Um, OK. What sort of number would you like for your next statistic? Give me a four digit number as well. Because that's what uh, the dice said. I like it. Six, zero, zero, four. Um, okay, so 60, 60 and four. Actually, I'm going to add another zero at the front. Because it's high school seasons. I'm not sure you can add numbers. You can add zeros. Oh, OK. Yeah. So add decimal points, zeros and slashes or anything mm, else as needed as long right. as you don't change the original core digits. So I'm adding a zero in front of the six. Because. Six, oh, and four. Was my red shirt senior year record. In high school ice hockey. <laughs> So you, you played 10 games? Yes. It was a shortened season due to something that makes it memorable to you. Mm. I, I do remember this. I remember uh, because you were... Um, I had attended all of your games. Um, 
And <laughs> at that 10th game, uh, you guys were destroying the other team. It was like mm -hmm. 13 to 2. And uh, you were goaltending. And. Um, OK, uh, it's funny you said that I pictured myself as the goalie. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, so you were goaltending. Your team was just utterly okay. killing it. Um, and, uh, like the crowd was really rowdy. Um, it, like we'll say high school women's ice hockey, slightly more popular, uh, in 2047. And, um, so in 2047 and 2048 and beyond, how many teams are in the NWHL? Uh, I don't know, like 20. Okay, that works. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's like six teams right now. Um, so I was at your 10th game um, and you guys were killing it. It was like 13 to 2. Uh, mm -hmm. And you, you, were, you were attending goal. And um, at one point, um, one of your friends um started um a chant um that was like uh we'll say the enemy team was the badgers and so it was just like badgers blow badgers blow and everyone's getting into this and it can it, i can i oh. propose an alternative sure instead of go team go it's badgers blow so you have someone doing the do 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 do, yes. do, 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 Batcher's blow. <laughs> this all accumulates in um, one of your friends uh, throwing you a Molson, which you crack and shotgun <laughs> on the ice, um, <laughs> getting you kicked out of the rest of the season, which is okay. why you only got 10 games in. <laughs> Now, does that mean that the drinking age is lowered in the future or was it totally no, illegal? It was very illegal, but it's ice hockey. OK, how many digits would you like in your next number? Let's do. Let's do a two digits. OK. 76. Okay. Um, seventy six trombones <laughs> led the big parade. Um, <laughs> um seventy six was my jersey number at UVA. Oh, okay. Uh, why do you remember it? I think it's a memorable number for me. Um, because. Oh, why do I? This is a decision I want to make for you. Do it. That's how improv works. Okay, so this is a number that's important to me. Because it was 
the jersey number that everyone in our hometown had like planted on their lawns on lawn signs or like in their windows as you know you started to get really successful and the team went on to win a couple of bowl games and everything like that and I just got really sick of that number. <laughs> Beautiful. So I remember it because I hate it. Yes. Love it. Okay. What kind of number would you care for, Kat? Uh, let's go with three digits. Nine, nine, one. Okay. I think um, after I graduated high school, rather than play on a college team, I went straight into the NWHL. Oh, wow. Um, as a backup goalie. And I played precisely two games in my first season. So my um, save percentage was 9.91. An incredible save percentage. Yeah. Or, sorry, at, at 0.991. Right. Yes. So, you know, 99.1% chance that I'm going to save any given shot. But it was two games in relief in the third. Gotcha. So why is that memorable? I I was envious. Um, you got to go straight into professional sports. And so even though I was like the hometown hero um, and I was at UVA, like getting it done, um, I would hear about you from my mother because our mothers are friends. Um, and she would always tell me about how you're making a career. Um, you're making a living uh, playing hockey. And I was jealous that you got a jump start. In 2047, I don't think league minimum salary for the NWHL is going to have gone up that much. I'm not making that much money. You know, actually, we can do that as a number. It might turn up. Who knows? Um, so it's memorable to you because your mother was nagging you. She, you know, Roosevelt. Yeah. Um. That Aspen Ventry Brockhouse is in the NWHL. She's making a good salary. Yeah, I, I don't think she totally gets sports. And so she's like, why don't you like, why aren't you playing for a professional team? Uh, <laughs> I guess my mother didn't want me to go to college in this scenario. <laughs> oh, that's OK. Your mother didn't want you to go to college in the South. Well, that's fair. <laughs> You know, you could have gone to Harvard. You could have gone to Yale. I would have taken Rutgers. <laughs> Glad you had to go to the South, which is a separate Most country. Most of it's underwater. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, goodness. OK, give me let's go, Max. Give me a six digit number. Oh, boy. Two six. Three, seven, five, nine. Okay. I mean, let's just. I'm sort of bouncing off of you. Um, but 
uh, I got so after I finished my career at UVA, I got hired onto a professional team and my starting salary was two hundred and sixty three thousand seven hundred and fifty nine dollars. OK, why do you remember this number? <laughs> I remember this number because I was very angry that that number was that number. That was a lot of money. And I had been in the pros for three years at that point, mm -hmm. by the time you got hired onto a pro team. And I still had a day job. <laughs> because I was making minimum wage at the day job and $35,000 at the hockey job and barely able to afford rent. Minimum wage in this apocalyptic scenario sports scenario that we have is still 750 naturally yes um they increased it in california but um they have since left the united states of course so um yes that's they've formed the <laughs> they formed their own new california republic but not the one from fallout no, in parentheses no. under the name of the new california <laughs> republic Bear still only has one head on the flag. Um, what sort of number would you like, Kat? Oh, God, hold on. Yeah, no worries. Let's go with one digit. Oh, interesting. Three. Oh, okay. Three is the number of teams that I played for in my career. Hmm. Um, what makes that memorable? It's memorable because. Um, so I when I got hired onto the NFL, it was for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, it's 24-7. Who knows? Um, it's Buffalo. Yeah. Well, so you say that. But um, I remember this because the second team you got hired onto was the Buffalo Buttes. And I remember hearing that you were coming to town. Oh. So I actually made a point of going to Buttes games while you were goaltending for them. And then I remember when you left for your final team. It was like literally a two-hour drive to home games for the final team. I ended up on the Toronto Six naturally of course okay yes everything ends in toronto for you cat that seems ominous and vaguely like a <laughs> hamilton quote like everything's legal in new jersey everything ends for you in toronto i mean you know i've been known to read a couple tarot cards now and then let's move on uh what would you like your next number to be um Two digits? I don't know. I don't know why I thought about that that long. Two digits. Sure. 10 to 99. Generate. 78. Wow. Oddly close <laughs> to my previous two digits. 78 is the number of years I was sentenced to prison. <laughs> <laughs> why is this memorable? <laughs> you were. The first person 
indicted under new anti-sports betting rules that were established by the United Canadian American government. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) To prevent sport fixing, because now the CHL teams were playing... Not CHL, um, the the CFL teams were playing against NFL teams. (laughs) And... Because of the salary difference, all of the um, all of the CFL teams were betting against themselves in order to make up the difference in money. Amazing. And you happened to be on, um, I don't know, you were on the Alouettes at the time. Yeah, my, my career at the Bells didn't last. It was towards the end of your career. So like you had oh, shuffled okay. around, yeah. you know, a couple of teams had cut you from the roster and you decided okay let's chase the combined gray cup slash lombardi trophy with the alouettes this year um and interestingly you maintained your innocence throughout the whole trial mm-hmm. which was conducted by the the it's the set one of those senate trials that they do for like sports doping <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. I protested it's the whole confused time. Me. It's always confused me why they have hearings about doping in baseball and like the fucking United States Senate. Yeah, I don't. That one. I don't get it. It's a danger to public health, Kat. All the kids are going to want to dope. <laughs> so, yeah, you were. um during the one season you were on the Alouettes, they were uncovered as having been game fixing. And under the new very strict laws, players accused of fixing were sentenced to fairly long prison sentences. So your sentence was 78 years. But luckily, and this is the part that makes it memorable, after your 78 year sentence, you appealed and you actually only had to serve, you know, two years in jail before the appeal overturned the 78 year sentence as being unlawfully harsh. Perfect. Yes. So you got out after two years. Okay. Give me another one digit. One digit. One. Um, I think... One is the number of times during our season that I was sent to the edge of extinction. Ooh. Because we're making the survivor. And they kept that concept, even though people didn't really like it. I was going to say, that's a that's like a fairly new one, right? That's from like last year. Um, That's the one where like you have like the duels to like come back right Um, is that redemption island there's they've done a bunch of different island concepts haven't they so i i i remember this because the first time you were on survivor was while i was in prison and oh like one of the few things we could watch was like whatever was airing on. We still have over the air TV in 2040. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this would be way after 2047, I guess. That's when I graduated high yeah, school. Yeah, this is like 
Yeah, this would be like 2070s. Yeah. Um, I, I would say like 2050s, 2060s. Like you graduate. Let's let's say like 2058. OK, 2058. We still have over the air television and that's what we were we allowed. We still have Survivor. We still have Survivor. <laughs> it's still being hosted by Jeff. Um, and uh, I remember seeing you on there. Um, and it was kind of amazing because after you had left <laughs> the Buffalo Buttes, I thought I would never see Aspen Fentry Brockhouse again. Um, and and there you are on TV, like with under your name, it says, you know, like uh, WNHL goalie. Um, and so that became like my out, like I could escape into Survivor and cheer for you. Um, and I was super worried when you were sent to the edge of extinction. Um, which... I think you came back from, which for those who have never watched Survivor, like Edge of Extinction was like after you were voted out, it gave you a chance to come back, but you had to be sent to you like basically a shitty island. To, yeah, a shitty island with no food and like not a lot of wood to make fire. Yeah, and you had to survive. You just had to like tough it out. Um, and so I like I remember seeing that and you were like super badass, like even on the edge of extinction, you were like. Kicking ass um, and you were taken out originally because you were a threat. Um, so when you came back, it was like a big coup. Um, yeah, so it was super exciting. And by the time I came back, just had a little more spice. Politics on Survivor had made it such that my like smaller alliance was actually bigger with me coming back nice so i made it post-merge because <laughs> as as we've established who wants to date someone who can't even make the merge <laughs> it's established survivor fact um why don't you give me Five digit number. I don't think we've done five yet. We have not. Two, two, eight, oh, eight. Ooh. Two, two, eight, oh, After eight. your favorite kind of gun and your favorite kind of drum. Yes, basically. <laughs> I, I invented the gun drum. Um, <laughs> no, that's false. Um, no, I'm pretty sure those are giant robots from anime. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 22801. 22808. Oh, 22808. Wait. <laughs> okay, so my first thought was, oh, 22808 is the zip code I ended up moving to after prison. What zip code is that? Um... Spain? <laughs> like the U.S. postal code for Murillo de Gallego. I don't understand how that works. Huh. 
Yeah, unless there's like a military base there or something. Why does it have a U.S. postal code? That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's super odd. Unless it's like a Spanish zip code and there isn't a U.S. 22808. I would assume there isn't. Okay, well, let's figure out why I'm in Spain. Uh, so, uh, 22808 is the uh, Spanish zip code uh, for the city I moved to. Um, because after the, even after I was like cleared and let out of jail, uh, no team would take me. So I ended up working for a Spanish football team. Um, but the football with the egg-shaped ball that you carry around. Right. Gridiron football. <laughs> Gridiron, yes. Not, not football. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's like Gridiron, Liga Gridiron de España or something like that. Yes. Um, much less popular. <laughs> um, <laughs> much fewer fans. <laughs> um, but it's the only place... That would take me. Uh, I couldn't get hired mm -hmm. in the United CHL NFL. Wait, CFL NFL. Um, right. No one, no sport in the, um, what's it called? <laughs> the United Canadian American States. Perfect. Um, or I guess it'd be the UCAS. Yeah, UCAS. Um, why do you remember this number? <laughs> it's a very specific number. Um, I remember that number because uh, you started writing postcards. Oh. And during your like, I think I, I started getting like letters while you were in jail for that period. And then when you moved to Spain, I had to know your zip code because how was I going to continue to send you letters? That's the zip code at which you were residing when they were doing casting for um, the season of Survivor that we were on together, um, which is Survivor Heroes versus Hometown. Ooh. And the conceit of this season was that a former castaway on Survivor and someone from their hometown were brought in for that season. So you had an even split of veterans and newbies. But wait, if it's versus, are we on opposite teams? Yes, we are on opposite tribes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, yes. Pre-merge, we're on opposite tribes, obviously. Um, I'm going to ask for uh, another single digit number oh my gosh you're really in love with these yeah i i like them a lot five okay so five is the number of immunity challenges that the heroes tribe ended up losing oh interesting pre-merge so let me write that down um which meant that it was difficult for me to get through to merge. Yeah, so I think 
that we lost almost all of the pre-merge immunity challenges was pretty remarkable, considering we were veteran players. So why is that memorable for you? Um, Other than the obviously stated. Yeah, it's memorable for me because um, every week um, we kept winning and sending you guys to elimination. And I was super worried um, that you would get sent home before the marriage. Um, and eventually on the fifth elimination, um, you had been like killing it, uh, doing really, really well. Um, and at that point, like you were considered an end game threat, um, because they figured the merch was coming soon. Um, and, uh, you got voted off the island, but you had a hidden immunity idol. Oh, was it the hyper hit it the, the like super idol that you're allowed to play after the votes are read um so actually what it is oh what it is in in survivor uh season 68 <laughs> um here wait I, here, hold on we're on survivor season 69 okay, okay yes on, on survivor season 69 um, nice. Heroes versus hometown. Um, I got a um, what what was called a hometown immunity idol, and I could only play it to save my hometown partner on the like opposite tribe. <laughs> oh, so I saved you. Oh, that's cute. I know, okay, I, I know. So what is your last statistic? Yeah. Um, How many numbers do you want? Give me three numbers. 995. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sure. Let's get wacky. Nine to nine to five was the distribution of the votes for the final three survivors on our season. Apparently the, tri- the, tri- season? the tribal council had 27 people on it or 24 people. The um, jury had 24 people on it. Um, so was it two tribes of 12? Sure. Yeah. And just everyone who got a, like like with um, winners at war. Right. Everyone who got eliminated went on the jury. Wait, but there was three more. So. So eight. 18, 23, 26. It was two teams of 13. Um, okay. Because, yeah. So two teams of 13. Yes, every single person got a vote. Um, and it ended up being nine to nine to five. Why do you remember that? Um, I remember that because it was the first time in Survivor history that the vote ended in a tie. So there wasn't a tiebreaker? The tiebreaker was a fire challenge because those are the only good tiebreaker in Survivor. They couldn't do... They they weren't going to draw stones because it was the final. So Mm -hmm. we had to build fire. And I think the way that we're going to close out this story is 
Now, I do have another number. You have but, one more number. But I have a way to close out the story because of this. Okay. Um, well, then. Six digits. Let's do it. Actually, can we do five? We can do five. Seven, three, five, seven, eight. Okay. So that is actually seven minutes, 35 seconds, and 78 milliseconds. Just how long it took for the fire challenge to end. Wow. Now, interestingly, because it's the fight, it's the finale, and they usually reveal those votes in a studio mm-hmm. in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We actually had to go outside (laughs) because there was, you know, no building fires inside of the studio. And the reason it took us that long is because it was raining. Uh, Of course. So why was that memorable? Um, It was memorable of, I mean, of course, because it was the Survivor finale, but in particular, um, I remember walking out with you into the parking lot where they had like a tarp covering random supplies that was meant to represent like island fire supplies that we had to use to start a fire. Um, And um, we kept going and going and the wind would blow in and rain, you know, would, would quench whatever efforts we had made. Um, and then after what seemed like forever, I had started to see some smoke and I looked up and you were so determined and you had a tarp wrapped around your shoulders. It wasn't even good TV because like the lights weren't hitting you. You were just under this tarp and I could see a bit of smoke starting to come up. And at that point, I slowed down. And you started a fire. I think that's where we end things. Yeah, that is the end of sports are just numerology. Where we talk about Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) And and the future status of the United Canadian American States. I don't know how to end this. I do. Okay. Um, Till next time, keep on watching Survivor, I guess, so that this can come true. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. just listened to was Sports Are Just Numerology by Ben Roswell. It can be found on his Itch.io store at itch.io slash roswellian. Thank you so much for your support. It means the world to us, and it lets us make cool stuff like this. Do you have a game you'd like to hear us play? Let us know on Twitter at So Says Media. The voices of this Patreon episode were Kathleen Bader, who can be found on Twitter and Twitch at Kat Selesnia, 
and me, Erica Belsass. I can be found on both of those at Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. The intro and outro music on this episode was by Sounds Like an Earful. This podcast was, of course, a production of So Says Media. But you already know that, you wonderful patron, you. One final time, thank you for listening. And as always, be gay and... Do sports?